Lays it into Trey. Two seconds wide. Trey Slaughter. Ethos Atlanta Hawks team coverage podcast, formerly known as Hoopball Hawks, where we cover everything regarding the Atlanta Hawks. I'm your host, Brad Harden, recording live from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm recording this on Thursday, December 2nd. I apologize, it's been a minute. I've been extremely ill and in bed since about Friday night, but I have the strength to get back in the booth, and I have a lot to talk about, including last night's gritty win on the road versus the Indiana Pacers. Very fortunate win. And we're going to get into all of that after this plug. If you like losing money, turn this off right now. But if you love free band, free bands, just like Super Future, then keep listening. Sports betting is getting huge across the nation. And all of my homies love to bet on games. There are a bunch of sites out there for sports betting, but all of my homies love my bookie. Why? Because it's so easy to use. And since y'all my homies too, I'm going to plug you. All my homies listening right now can sign up for my bookie with the promo code HOOPBALL to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus. 100%, just like an A-plus in school. Hopefully you got them, but if not, this your chance to get 100%. You like playing blackjack? There are some very fun and free blackjack tournaments, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. There is so much that you can do on my bookie, and the best thing is, is that no cash is required to enter, and you can win up to $100 in daily challenges and up to $1,000 in weekly tournaments. So you want a chance at free cash money? Then again, my homies, sign up with the promo code HOOPBALL to unlock a 100% deposit match bonus and try to score some, in the words of future, like I said earlier, free band, free band. All right, and we are back. So y'all asked, what's been going on? Like I said, I've been sick. <laughs> and in regarding the Atlanta Hawks, we had a seven-game winning streak that ended with the loss to the Knicks here at home. Uh, before that, to extend the streak to seven games, and bear with me, I'm in a lot of pain right now uh, with this infection, but they destroyed the Memphis Grizzlies on the road after they defeated the San Antonio Spurs. Unfortunately, the Grizzlies lost John Moran in that game, and we wish him a speedy recovery. And then, obviously, we played the Knicks on a second out of a back-to-back here in Atlanta. No DeAndre Hunter, as always. I mean, he's out for a bit. No Cam Reddish with a left wrist strain that he could be back any day now. Bogey, ankle, out for a couple of weeks. And then the Hawks just ran out of gas against the Knicks. And their legs certainly were shot. Both teams were shot. They both were on a back-to-back. And, you know, Alec Burke really gave the Knicks a, a lift in that game. And 
put the Hawks out of their misery in the fourth quarter, and they just could not knock down shots and execute just from fatigue. As I said before, Bogey's out for a couple of weeks. Reddish is day-to-day. And at this point, we'll see if he comes back Friday versus the Philadelphia 76ers, which we hope. We hope he'll be back for that game because I'm circling that one. Circling that one. And I know the Hawks are too. Then, last night, the Hawks gritted out a win on the road. Yes, on the road. We're getting better on the road. And now the Hawks have won eight of their last nine games and three straight on the road. I hated losing that next game because it was at home. It was a great crowd on Saturday night. And again, the Hawks just ran out of steam, short on players, and no excuses, just facts as to why the result of the game was what it was. But we certainly have an opportunity to drop some coal off for Christmas in the Big Apple on Christmas Day. So don't worry, Hawks fans. The team will be healthy and excited to play on Christmas Day. And I expect the Hawks to pull up to MSG on Christmas Day and put on a show. I cannot wait, but there are several games to play before that Christmas Day game. And I know some of you guys need that because you need to do some holiday shopping, me included. And the Hawks will get some well-deserved rest, even though we have several games before Christmas Day. Hawks are currently 12-10, and 10, a long way from that 4-9 start a few weeks ago. They're right now 7th in the Eastern Conference, 3rd in the Southeast Division standings right now. There are two games behind the first place Wizards. And the Hawks currently have the tiebreaker over the Charlotte Hornets since they beat them. But we'll see the Charlotte Hornets soon. And again, division games are important. And we will have two division games in the next six games. So we got to beat everybody in our division or at least have a winning record. Beggars cannot be choosers, especially from where the Hawks came from. But certainly we need to beat the Heat, Wizards, Hornets, and Magic. Flat out, we need to beat those teams. What else has happened since I've been out? Trey Young, Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Has a nice ring to it. The boy's been going crazy. Ice trade again. Has been cold-blooded. He's the only man in the NBA right now that's top five in points and assists. He has scored 30 points in five straight games now. In those last five games, he's averaging... 31.6 points per game, 8.8 assists per game, shooting 54% from the floor, 46% from three. Oh, and his team is 4-1 and in those last five games. He's been playing at a superstar level. And again, I'm glad the league has finally recognized him, but I still don't think he gets the respect like others get in the league. And I think... He can agree with that. Our franchise can agree with that. And our fans can agree with that. He should be an all-star this year. He should have been an all-star last year. Especially when Ben Simmons dropped out and you needed another guard and the game was here in Atlanta. Why was Trey Young not called? I still don't understand that logic. It don't make no damn sense to me. It does not. And this year, I dare the league not to make him an all-star this year. I dare. I dare you. I dare you. I hope you have the audacity to. I hope you don't at the same time. 
because that would be just incredibly stupid. Just stupid. Especially when you look at the East. At the point guard position, who in the East is playing better than Trey Young? Lowry? Lowry's been up and down on that Heat team. Kyrie has been unavailable. James Harden has been up and down. He's an all-star, but I don't know if you consider him a shooting guard or a point guard, but he's an all-star, but Trey Young's been playing better than James Harden. LaMelo Ball has a case this year. He's been playing well. Trey Young has a stronger case, better record at this point. Drew Holiday has not been on an all-star level this year. Lonzo has been good, but he has been playing better than Trey Young. So I will put it to you like this. Going, uh, looking at the top teams in the East, there is no other point guard in the East playing better than Trey Young. None. Point blank, period. And if he gets shammed again this year, we're going to have some problems. I can argue that John Collins is as well could be an all-star this year at his position. I don't know how his numbers stack up against the other point uh, power forwards in the East right now. But I personally think he's an all-star as well. And if the Hawks keep winning games, and yes, Trey Young continues to do Trey Young things, I think it's a given he's an all-star. And for some reason, the league likes to overlook Atlanta. For some reason. Except in a pinch when they need us to host an all-star game. I honestly don't know how you turn a blind eye to what Trey Young is doing this year for this Hawks team. In this league. This is his his and John Collins' best years in the league thus far. Yes, tough start for the Hawks. But they're certainly back in the thick of it in the East. They're getting healthier with Reddish coming back any day. Bogey in a couple weeks. Okongwu's coming back soon. And Hunter in six weeks. I think this team will be a top five team in the East again. But continue to let the league sleep on the Hawks. We're certainly awake here in Atlanta, but Trey Young, you deserve your flowers. Congratulations on Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Let's keep this thing rolling. And sure enough, you better be an all-star this year. Now, last episode, we talked about 10-game stretch for the Hawks. That includes the Spurs, Grizzlies, Knicks, Pacers, Philadelphia, Charlotte, Minnesota, Brooklyn, Houston, or Orlando. So far, in that stretch, we've played four of those games. The Hawks are 3-1. and one. They got Philly on Friday here at home. And I'm going to talk about Philly a little bit later. And then they turn around and play Charlotte at home. That's going to be a tough one, but I think we can beat them again. Go on the road to play a Minnesota team that's been playing pretty well this year. That's going to be a tough game. Got Brooklyn. Obviously going to be a tough matchup, but that's here in Atlanta. Houston. They play hard, but we should beat them. And then on the road against Orlando, we should beat them too. So if I'm being honest, if I'm looking at these next six games, Hawks should go five and one. Five and one. Four and two at worst. I say four and two at worst. We're going to see. We're going to see. It's time to put up a shut up. They are, you know, trending in the right direction. And I certainly have a lot of confidence in them. And they certainly have a lot of confidence with themselves right now, how they're playing. But we got to take it one game at a time. We're going to focus on that Philly game. I'm going to recap the Pacers game real quick. 
team started hot offensively in the first quarter, which was a great thing to see because of Bogey and Reddish being out. You know, both McMillans were out as far as on the coaching staff. There was a lot of pressure on those remaining. The assistants and the players left to, you know, next man up, next coach up mentality. Herter, in my opinion, had to perform, and he did his thing last night. He led the team in the first half in scoring, and it ended up scoring 19 points in the game. Shot 8 of 11 from the floor, 3 of 4 from three-point range. Love when Herter gets his opportunities, and he steps up to the plate because he certainly can do it. So I love when Kevin Herter plays like Kevon Herter. He certainly did that last night. Trey Young was Trey Young. Again, his fifth straight game of 30 points or more. He had 33 last night. Knocked down three three-pointers. Had eight rebounds. Ten dimes and two steals. Another great game from Trey Young. And it was a total team effort last night. As I said, both Nate and his son were out. COVID protocol. Nate McMillan should be back Friday if he can produce two negative COVID tests in a row. Assistant Chris Gent was the acting head coach last night, and he helped Nate to get his 700 career win in the NBA. So congratulations to Nate McMillan, and congratulations to this Hawks team stepping up with, you know, a lot of pieces out. But I love that they did this accomplishment before playing Philadelphia on Friday because that game is going to have its own motivation as far as to win and dominate. That's going to have its own thing around it. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. The team last night shot 51% from the floor, 48.5% from three. They won the rebound margin barely, but a win is a win, especially when you're going against Miles Turner and Demonis Sabonis, both really capable on the glass of doing their thing. 24 team assist for the Hawks, the sweet spot that I like to see. And now the Hawks right now in the top half of the league this year in assists per game. Well done. We need to continue to share the ball, move that ball around to open up clean looks for this offense. And thanks to a few breaks in the favor of the Hawks and a mostly strong fourth quarter performance from the Hawks where they were able to pull this one out. I tweeted and said that they needed to be able to keep Karis LeVert in check. And that was going to be a big assignment for Herter and others who are playing that three position, two guard position. You have to keep Karis LeVert in check. And he was in check last night, cold from the floor. He had six points, shot three of 12 from the field. Brogdon, always a tough matchup, almost had a triple double 27 points, nine assists, six rebounds. Sabonis, 22 points, 10 rebounds, four assists. Miles Turner, 17 points, 9 rebounds, and 3 three-pointers made. And Jeremy Lamb, who hit a tough 3 towards the end of the game that shocked me, as well as a lot of Hawks fans, and thinking that, man, we might blow this game. He added 11 points off the bench. The Pacers are a tough team, and this was a good win last night. A very good win. It's on the road. Pacers always play hard. And was it pretty? No. But fans should not complain about what could have happened. Well, if 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 Durant if he would have made that shot, shut shut up, just shut up, okay? Stop thinking about what could have happened. 
We need to get out of that mindset. We need to look at results. It's about wins, which, like I said, wins were damn sure hard to come by a few weeks ago. So be grateful, no matter how pretty it was, what could have happened, that we got the win. Just be grateful. Because this team right now is in a much better place than they were a few weeks ago. So I don't want to hear that garbage, okay? A win is a win, and it's tough to win, whether you're playing high school ball, whether you're playing college ball, or certainly professionally when they're getting paid to win games. It's hard to win. The other team is getting paid to play games and win too. They're not going to make it easy on us. So, yeah, some miscues are going to happen. Some, yeah, Trey Young lost the ball at the end of the game. And you're like, oh, if Trey Young would have. Shut up. They won the game, okay? And we need to move on. You need to move on. Accept what happened. Yes, there are things they can clean up. Yes. But you know what? It's easier to clean up mistakes in a win than in a loss. And at the end of the day, we went to Naptown and got the dub. So I don't want to hear it. And this team is in a much better place than they were a few weeks ago. This is not that 4-9 Hawks team we saw. This is a 12-10 and 10 Hawks team. Certainly playing their best ball, in my opinion, of the season thus far. And they can be even better. John Collins last night, 14 points on 5 of 8 shooting, including 3 three-pointers and 4 blocks. He's been having a block party lately. 16 blocks in the last four games. And again, I cannot say enough about John Collins' improvement on the defensive end. It is certainly something to be noted. Capella, eight points, nine rebounds last night, four assists and two blocks. TLC, Timote Luau Cabaret. I think I got that right. I don't usually talk about him a lot because his name is really hard to pronounce, but I think I got it right that time. TLC started last night for the Hawks. Scored eight points. Great contribution from him. Gallo, nine points off the bench. Made three three-pointers. Added six rebounds and three assists. Lou Will provided a spark throughout the game. Knocking down shot. Scored 12 points on four of eight shooting. And DeLon Wright had a good game himself. Scoring 11 points. Adding five rebounds. Two assists. And I'm personally so glad he's getting more clock because... He needs more play, in my opinion. And it was a team effort as far as getting that win last night. And we're going to need another team effort with Philly coming into town on Friday. On the Philly. Here in Atlanta. State Farm Arena. 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. ESPN. Philly, they're slumping. They've had some COVID issues and they're a little hobbled. Hey, we're a little hobble too. First matchup in Philly, we got killed. Killed, murdered, whatever you want to say. And I think that will not be the case this time. Hawks will have home court, a little added motivation. They're a confident ball club right now, despite the injuries. Navy Millen, hopefully we'll be back for tomorrow's game. And I think this is a time the Hawks will take it to Philadelphia. And I cannot wait for this rematch. I knew the first game Philly was going to come out swinging. Obviously upset that this was a team that knocked them out. The fashion that they did in the playoffs and all the headlines in the offseason, they wanted to come out and make a statement. They made a statement against us. Congratulations, Philadelphia. You made a statement. 
But you know what? That's one game amongst many. And now it's time for the Hawks to respond in front of a nationally televised audience to show them what we've been up to lately here in the ATL in spite of all that we got going on. And it's time to put the league back on notice that they're back. They're back. And we're not going to crash like Cam Newton up in Carolina. But remember us from last year? Big Body Benz. Remember I used to be Dusty? Little baby. You remember that? Look, it's time for the Hawks to put on a performance, a team performance nationally that will make fans outside of Atlanta remember who we are. Everyone's talking about Washington, the Bulls, the Hornets. Hey, you mean be real? The Hawks are better than all those teams. And I think when it's all said and done, they're going to be better than all those teams. Every team that was in the conference finals last year, they're now picking it up. Remember what I was talking about earlier in this season, all the teams that were in the conference finals and, and then obviously played in the NBA finals were struggling out the gate. Now all those teams are picking it back up. Phoenix in the midst of a 17-game winning streak right now. Number one team in the West. The Bucks, they've woken up. They're now 14-8, third in the Eastern Conference right now. Clippers playing 500 ball right now. And the Hawks, seventh in the Eastern Conference right now at 12-10. And, and forgot to mention the Clippers, they're seventh in the West right now. So all these teams are starting to hit their stride, especially the Hawks. And now it's time to continue this thing on Friday at the State Farm Arena. And let's take care of these jokers from Philly and show them some Southern hospitality. And if you love what you heard today, give us five stars. Give us a good review. Share it. Tell everybody. Put the word out. We back. The hottest new podcast covering the Atlanta Hawks. I want you to share this with Hawks fans, NBA fans, Georgia sports fans, basketball fans. It doesn't matter. Put them on to this show. Follow us at Ethos Hawks on Twitter. That's E-T-H-O-S Hawks on Twitter. Follow myself, Brad Jarrett, 67 on Twitter. That's Brad J-A-R-R-E-T-T. Six seven, And before I go, I want to thank you for your patience and your support. I'm getting better battling this infection, you know, daily. I'm getting closer and closer to 100 uh, percent. You may have told in this broadcast a little bit of strain at times on my voice. But you know what? I had to do this for the people because y'all my people and I got to take care of y'all. And I always take care of my people. Before I close the program, I got some shout outs. I got some shout outs to make. Shout out LSU basketball. 8 and 0. 8 and 0. Why are we not ranked? I don't know, NCAA. You tell me. Maybe you just hate Will Wade. That's probably what it is. But you know what? I'm not going to call a spade a spade right now. And LSU, they're pulling up to the 404 next week to the State Farm Arena to take on a tough Georgia Tech Yellow Jacket basketball team. And I think it will be a really great game. So if you're in the area, if you're a Georgia Tech supporter, definitely pull up because it's going to be a good matchup. If you're an LSU fan in the Atlanta area, pull up. I may have to slide myself depending on how I feel and I want to slide because that's going to be a really good game. If not, it's going to be on TV, so make sure you don't miss that. And 
my LSU Fighting Tiger football team smoking that Jimbo pack on Saturday night, upsetting our little brothers from College Station. Texas A&M got them out, the, out of the paint in Coach O's last game in Death Valley. And then we turn around and finesse Brian Kelly from Notre Dame as our new head coach. Like I told my friends, a quote from the great Stringer Bell from The Wire. I want you to put the word out there that we back up. We're back up. So watch out. Watch out for my teams down in the boot. We will be back. And how I'm feeling right now, the Saints may upset the Cowboys. Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to get ahead of myself about that. But we are back with the Hawks coverage here. And tis the season for winning in the ATL. I'll catch y'all next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.